0: Hello, and welcome to City Press, an international friendly. Joining me to talk about the Open Cup results and the upcoming Portland game are Nathan Halley,
1: Timber,
0: Drew Wolfson, Good day. And our man from Hanoi, Chris Hoff.
1: Hey, Phil, how you
0: doing? I'm doing great. Should we start with the Open Cup? I was at the game on Tuesday. It was a good time.
2: Let's talk about it. That was a lot of fun.
3: I sold my Lizzo tickets, so I don't have a Lizzo minute.
2: What? That is extremely disappointing.
3: (laughs) Well, so here's the thing. I looked up the set list, and it was 26 songs long with four acts, and we realized very quickly that our seven-year-old, who lasts about 10 minutes at a show, was not going to have a good time. So instead, we bribed her with a trip to Claire's Jewelry Store and then came home and watched the Open Cup, and it was delightful.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> does your does your 7-year-old daughter have pierced ears cuz I imagine that's what happens at Claire's in the mall?
3: She does not and she's very scared about getting pierced ears actually. It is terrifying. So she got necklaces and rings which she proceeded to then lose. But it's fine cuz I got to watch the Open Cup. Really it was a big scheme that I could watch that and it was a super fun game to watch. We should play third division teams more often.
0: See, I have the opposite take on that. I found it somewhat uncomfortable to watch uh, you know, you feel bad for the other team, like they're just some guys. No, they're, uh, I'm, they're making millions of dollars. I don't think that's true. I'm I'm glad we're actually seated up against a bunch of other MLS teams, so I don't have to have these conflicted feelings watching wow. future games.
3: Abby was texting me the exact same thing during the game. She was sad.
2: I totally disagree about all of this. I think that game went very well. I not. I mean, it's. I think the draw is fine. Uh, I think it's, I'd rather keep playing lower division teams, not because I love crushing the lower division teams, but that's not really what we expected, right? In fact, if I can, if I may, Nate, I know this is- is No,
3: this is is going along with my whole thing that I'm an idiot.
2: Revealing confidential information, but you texted the group uh, uh, just before the game that this looks like a lineup that could potentially lose to third division team. So I would say that it- Went very well. Uh, I love using the guys that are, in fact, getting minutes this season, most of them, some of them. I like getting the backup goalie out there. And the fact that it was such a good win and by such a margin is great for the confidence of these guys. I don't necessarily feel bad for Omaha. I mean, I they are professionals, and they have played with professional pride, and they were beaten on the road I'm guessing they don't play often in stadia with 20 plus thousand fans yelling at them. So I'm sure there was a home field advantage and they, you know, they certainly weren't favored, but they tried and, you know, it was pretty, pretty decent. It was a good victory. Uh, Who knows, you know, in the next round we're playing MLS teams. We probably won't be able to use as many young players. You know, we, we, Vassila was the only regular starter, although Bartlett has had good minutes it was a pretty green team of of young guys who who did themselves proud it was it was really fun to watch
3: and i think omaha takes home half the gate receipts so that's going to be a pretty nice pretty nice payday for them
2: they're going to be having champagne and caviar in omaha with their newfound wealth
0: well let's talk about the lineup that was out there we had celio up top that was fun
3: i want to say i sent a text to the group saying that someone needs to bang it into his skull that he should start passing and then he did start passing I guess he read the the discord and it w- worked amazing he was he was so great after he realized he doesn't have to do everything himself I thought he did awesome once he
0: listened to my advice for part of that Ed, I guess we'll get to the substitutions in a little bit uh, Ostrak Vasilev uh, we had Jackson the goal
1: man of the match he looked good out
3: there. We had Bunt Cake in goal. Excuse me? Isn't that his name? Yep. Bunt cake.
2: Ben Bunt He didn't look great, but he looked okay. And you know what? It's you know, Berkey is playing great. It's not like Berkey isn't gonna start every single game when he's healthy, but we need a backup goalkeeper. He's on the bench every game, so he he needs some to get out there and play. You know, he unfortunately didn't look great when they scored their meaningless consolation goal, but he got some time out there. Our defense didn't look great there. Yeah, it didn't look great. But he it's important to get some reps and get some sharpness out there.
0: The Omaha goalie looked just, you know, outclassed. That first goal was fairly weak. It was just interesting to see, you know, a lower level of play.
2: Wow, you guys are tough. I think Jackson you really placed that well into the corner. I don't know. I haven't seen enough I've seen some replays but i think that they were it was they were fairly beaten by a superior team and it's you know no no shame sure
0: yeah no it's the expected result
1: jackson slotted it into the narrowest of gaps i think he had the keeper leaning the wrong way on that first one and did you see he tried almost the exact same thing later in the game uh, when the keeper was out of the the frame and a defender cleared it off the line he went for that exact same spot again
3: just to get a little bit into tactics, since we're talking about it, and that is the expertise of our podcast, I wrote a comment from Coach Carnell. Maybe we'll call this carnal knowledge.
2: Yeah, we should call it
3: that. Good. Okay, so uh, he said that we were playing a front four all-false nine. Excuse me? He said we had four false nines.
0: That's a lot, of, a lot of false nining.
3: Basically, that all of our forward and attacking midfielders were just zooming in and out anyone could come forward or not at any given time
0: oh well this is interesting actually because and this gets i'm gonna bring up too much here to talk about it once but we subbed in leuven we subbed in stroud we had celio out there is that what we expect to see on saturday and is that the tactic
3: no i think leuven will start
0: you know what i'm saying Actually, klaus, I don't. klaus is out is that lineup who we expect to start. And is that the, the shape and formation that we would expect in the Saturday match?
3: I was under the impression that they had signed Chris on a short-term loan.
0: Oh,
1: maybe. Oh, wow. It's news to me. I better get on a plane.
3: <laughs> I have no clue.
1: I'm just going to speculatively get on a plane in case that turns <laughs> out. to be <laughs> <laughs> true. Right. We, we should have an extra ticket
0: plate. for the game. So, I mean, <laughs> even if you're not on the field, we'd love to have you in the stands.
3: I don't know what the, the, to Phil's question, which is a good one and one that a soccer podcast would ostensibly talk about, uh, no way to know. No way to know. I think Celio probably gets the start. Uh, feels like he's earned it. Although, actually, now that I've said that, I think
2: Jackson gets the start. Mm. So the so it's a striker we need. And we could we... change
3: formations.
0: Four false nines is apparently <laughs> a, a valid option.
3: I've also recently learned of something called total
2: football.
0: Oh, uh, yes, Ted lasso, but the thing is i I, I
2: with Celio, who did play well, I agree, I don't know that he is what is required in Klaus's absence because we have wingers we got plenty wingers
3: you don't see him slotting into a number nine
2: um maybe you know you
3: know who would be great is A
0: adeneron a out nobody in
1: yes, yeah, so the primary MLS primary trade line trade deadline has closed, and the only move we made was sending Sam Adeniran out on loan to back to San Antonio, where he was playing last season. Is that true? Yes, that's correct.
0: Yeah, what do we think about this move? Um, uh, in the works before Klaus was injured, but obviously that makes things interesting.
3: Well, the official story is that they're doing it so that he gets more consistent playtime.
2: I'll refrain from idle speculation. Uh, it, it would be nice. There's a podcast,
3: but, Drew. Where yeah, you, I
2: mean, no, that's what I've. We, we only have gu- idle speculation. I've been guilty you could accuse of, that. of having COVID. I've been g- guilty of that in the past. Thank you, Phil. Uh, again, some responsibility goes to who the producer for for not cutting it. That's okay. We're all volunteers here. We'll we'll let it we'll let it slide. We could we could use another striker. Uh, it's a shame we don't have one.
3: We got that sixteen-year-old. We What's do his name. I don't
0: remember.
2: I feel like we're getting we are getting somebody. Maybe we're getting Ostrak in the center, or we're you know we're we're putting somebody in center midfield, or maybe we're going back to five at the back with Bartlett back in. Uh, I'm not sure.
1: So. We've been playing this 442 for the last 5 or 6 games now and we started at a 4231 with Klaus at the top of the formation on his own uh, and he would drop and receive the ball but he'd also sometimes be high to, to to be sort of a focal point. I can't see us replacing Klaus. Nobody has the strength and the finesse in one body that he has at least on, on our roster and so we're gonna have to do something else you have to play 11 players and it, it doesn't seem like we should go more defensive uh, against a portland team so is it jockini and Celio at the top and in, in that sort of fluid positional situation that we saw in the open cup where they're they're switching and they're just sort of Given license to problem solve on their own?
0: Yeah, I mean it seems like I don't know, it seems like you actually do have enough depth up front to handle this with Jacquini, Celio, you know, Stroud, Ostrock. It will be interesting to see what shape they come out in and what the starting lineup is.
3: Here's a crazy idea. What about uh what about slotting in Alm up there? You'd love to see it. He's too fast and good on the wing.
2: So I, I just said I wouldn't idly speculate. But the first game of the season, we didn't have Gioacchini in. We had Ostrak in, in. And then I think Alm was in the middle and Ostrak was on the wing. So maybe we'd do that except with Gioacchini instead of Klaus, obviously.
3: But that, I think back to what Chris said, I don't think Gioacchini slots in as a replacement for Klaus as a single target man up front.
1: And while he is one, has been one of the most fouled players in MLS this season, he's received more fouls. I mean, He's just, he's, he likes to draw a foul, which I think is going to, which I don't know, maybe that works really well if he's, in a, as, he's playing as a target up, up top, but I don't
2: know. He, he can win a header too. For those couple of games when Klaus wasn't really winning him in the air, it was looking like Nico was, was, the, was the one who could, who could do that. I think that the, the, his aerial ability is good and winning fouls up the pitch takes a lot of pressure off of everybody else. I think that'll be useful.
0: Well, before we move on to talk about Portland, any other thoughts on Tuesday night's Open Cup game? I would like
3: to take this moment to have a moment. So, hell of a crowd, right?
0: It was a record crowd.
3: 23,000. Other teams are, are pulling in like nine people, from what I understand, playing in garbage pits, basically, instead of their regular stadiums.
2: People in St. Louis really like going to sports games, is what it seems like.
3: Don't make me go on my rant again, Drew. This is actually... But great segue, great segue. It's like, boom, boom, boom. We're, you're here for me. I'm going to Cardinals game in a couple of weeks. And it really feels like, at least for me and one other person that I've talked to, so I'm going to extrapolate this to everyone. St. Louis City has really captured an energy that I feel like is making other other events and sporting events, especially the Cardinals, who are not doing well this year, just look kind of lame and old-fashioned. Like The games are so exciting. The team does such a great job of pumping up the excitement. I listen to that Muse song every day on my way to work. The one that they, it's like Uprising. That's the song that they play, like when they
2: turn the lights down and everything gets pink.
0: What about Nelly's Heart of a Champion? No, I don't
2: listen to that. I listen to the Muse song. You
0: should put that in rotation.
2: Uh, I listen to the Nelly one. The Muse one I've played in Guitar Hero. It's very hard. this That was many years ago. <laughs> so it's just such a great
3: experience. You're right, Drew. We do We do love our sporting events here, but... St. Louis city has done like an incredible job of just making it a hell of a time to go down there and a blast. Soccer is like the perfect amount of time. Like you're in and out in two hours. You get a full experience. Food's good. Constant action. Just
2: yeah. 15 minute break. It's great. Well, both of the last two home games have been five, one victories. So I think we keep it going not to get ahead of ourselves. Oh, I love it! But, Nate. You know, I love to hear that. Keep it going. Let's, yeah. So let's talk
3: about it. Portland coming into town,
0: playing Portland again. Are we? Uh, so I'm told.
2: Phil, delight us with your uh, reflections on the previous game.
0: A cookie is what you call the piece of wood sawed off the log. That's a. I think that's all I got.
2: Exactly, and uh, thank. Hopefully, that timber Joey is not. Is barred from City Park. I don't know that he's he travels with the team. Chris,
3: what do you think of their Portland's vulnerabilities coming into coming into this match?
1: Uh, I went through some of the past results that they've achieved in the attempt to really parse some of the vulnerabilities, but they're pretty inconsistent. Uh, in the, the sorts of chances they give away. I think they tend to be vulnerable to late runs into the box somehow. I don't know. I got There's this tool on the mlssoccer.com website where you can go to past games and you can Literally track every pass that was made, every tackle that was made throughout the course of the whole game. It's it's like the Opta chalkboard, I think, and it's really hard to find within the the statistics of of the game page. You have to scroll all the way down, and you have to click some buttons and stuff, and then the information was just very overwhelming. Uh, but when they lost, I mean, the last couple of games that they've lost, they've seemed to give away. Uh, Key pa- well, they have they've, they've sent, seem to be vulnerable to key passes that come from the corner of the box. And they either are uh, sort of cut towards the penalty spot or cut back to the top of the box. And then goals are scored against them. Uh, I don't know what to do with that information. I don't think it's particularly helpful. But I do predict that at some point we score against them by getting to the edge of the box and cutting it back. And then shooting and scoring. Which is a pretty standard, I think, soccer <laughs> soccer <laughs> pattern that yeah. you'll see.
3: But I think I think you're right. So I'm doing a little bit of research right now at the dumbest level of research you can do. So I see that they beat Seattle four to one. And then they turned around and lost to Cincinnati two to one.
0: Soccer is an unpredictable sport.
3: So by using the the transitive the transitive property of how this works in my brain, we're definitely gonna beat them five to one or possibly it will be an 8-8 tie.
1: That seems we, to
2: me. It's one of those That's two. That's transitive guarantee. property, yes.
3: <laughs>
0: All right, well, you work on that before we get to score predictions. Try to hone that in.
2: We have beaten them before, so that should impact it. But we did lose to Seattle, so I'm very confused.
0: When we did have Klaus in that lineup.
2: it might. Yeah, it might just be kind of fluky, this game of ours. Uh, I thought that Portland... Really sat for us and and tried to counter a lot, which is is not our specialty. I think defending the counter attack. Um, however, they have to play a little differently now because they've had a couple bad injuries. Well, one specifically is Eric Williamson, their central midfielder ha- had a uh, ACL tear. He's out for I think the whole season, and um, you know also their goal their goalie is out. Too, but I don't know how much that'll impact. So they they presumably have to play pretty uh, fairly differently. Although we might see Evander in the kind of holding role. I think he he plays a little deeper.
0: Well, who are the other danger men on the Portland Timbers? Phrase coined by Chris Hoff.
3: Well, we got we got Santi Moreno.
1: He's been very dangerous, very productive for them in this last run of games. I think
2: they have couple of strikers that at least I watched the Seattle highlights, and there were goals for both of their strikers, uh Fogasa, who is who is Brazilian, I believe, and uh the polish guy Nizgoda. Nizgoda, yeah, both scored against Seattle,
1: as did Diron Espria with the the spectacular bicycle oh kick yeah, to start off that, that bicycle, rally.
2: Was nice. the bicycle was nice, bicycle was nice.
0: Do we think Portland having played us before and just having seen more tape of St. Louis City in action, they could come out and adjust their game. I mean, that was early in the season. Teams had not learned how to play against the St. Louis City press.
3: No, I think we're too good to fall for that. I mean, we, we have, we've had the same opportunities. I don't like that Klaus is out. Like that That's the thing that makes me nervous. That's where I go back and forth between 5-1 and 8-8. Eight, eight.
0: Right,
3: it's just how much, how much of Klaus being out will lead to that eight-eight draw possibility.
2: I think it. I think we're in. You know, Klaus aside, which is a huge loss. I think we're in good form. I think there has to be some confidence. Uh, obviously, the Colorado game wasn't great, but Berkey is is hot right now. All of those guys who played in the Omaha game can only feel a little bit better uh especially they needed a little pick me up because as we as i believe you guys have said on previous pods the our bench play has been a little lacking and those guys look good and probably feel good so i think everyone should be on a high
3: that being said i mean our bench you know got some maybe maybe and i this is a change of mind of from from old nate dog from the the discord but maybe our bench you know gains some momentum coming off that against Omaha. They look good, they look fast.
0: Our bench in the Omaha game was uh, Leuven and Stroud. I mean, the bench that was playing. The, the, also, that was totally unfair to bring in. I wanted to say,
3: like, oh. you bring in Leuven, he's just out there toying with those guys. Yeah, like, I was going
0: to say, are you telling me you didn't feel a little bit bad with that Leuven? Like, I again, think Leuven felt a little bit bad with that goal.
3: Again, Omaha players making millions of dollars a year, living the dream, banging supermodels. Like... Nothing to feel bad for.
1: I don't think Omaha has supermodels.
2: (laughs) They're rock and roll lifestyle.
0: Helen was flying to Minnesota and the Omaha team was at the gate next to her flying commercial.
2: Oh, wow. I did. I was speculating. Would they be taking a, a coach or a train? I would have assumed that they would have been on a janky bus. So the fact
3: that they can afford air travel, I think, speaks to what I was saying. Yeah, these are professional football
1: players.
2: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, sorry, disrespect for Omaha's side, and I I do apologize for that. Um, I got one quick thing about living. Yeah, so I I'm totally with you, Phil. He looked reluctant to score. I think I don't. I can't put myself in his brain. He only had a second or two, but I can only imagine he decided, that despite his reluctance to score, it would be worse not to, and he he just basically passed it in and looked a little sheepish. but Yeah, he had no choice I mean, at that point. I mean, Patrick's not here our rules expert as best we can do. So I don't know. It didn't seem like we could get a bunch of youth players in there to make up the bench. So our starters were the only rest that those guys had.
1: Well, again, looking at the results from the other games in this round of the Open Cup, a lot of teams – a lot of MLS teams, I should say, struggled to overcome their USL and lower league opponents. So it wasn't a foregone conclusion. I don't think, well, nobody in this podcast certainly expected a 5-1 result to, and for it to look quite as easy as it did. So you put them there in the event that you need to bring them on at halftime and get a, a result out of you know some sort of mediocre or unproductive first half
2: yeah definitely not a foregone conclusion when they rotated the whole team and had a um, you know a bunch of untested players out there who who have been training and some of them have been playing some during the season as i mentioned before but the, you know there wasn't a lot of experience out there uh, so it was it, yeah definitely was was a good result and not a foregone conclusion
3: so back to this this week's game i think another thing that will help us is the 5200 feet of air that we've regained since the Colorado game. Mm. Um,
0: that you love apply. to have that density.
3: Yeah. 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 It's like lung nectar. Uh, that's going to help them run faster, presumably
1: lung nectar.
2: Great band name.
1: Yeah, that's definitely going to help, but we really do. I think we need to establish in this podcast right now, the starting lineup. We need to know, we need to decide who's going to start,
3: who starts. Okay. For you? So I think the back four is the same.
1: Yeah so
2: stipulated. Nerwinski, Hebert, Parker, Nelson, right? We need we need to get pod nicknames for all of these guys. But continue. Okay, midfield. Ooh. Well, we got all almost going to start out
3: on the right. Mhm. And Vasilev and I'm just describing a 4-4-2. Vasilev and what's his name? Leuven and Center. Only our best player, Eddie Lyons. Stroud on the left wing.
0: Nico and Silo up front? You gotta
2: Yeah, that's probably what I come up with. I can't disagree with you more. I'm thinking Ostrock is in there. <laughs> Ostrock, where?
0: Where are we seeing? Ostrock on the there?
2: right wing, Alm in the middle with with so, Lubin and Vasilev. So uh
0: Stroud and Nico four, five, up front. One. Oh are...
2: or maybe Perez is playing he did start against Portland the last time.
0: Drew, give us your lineup.
2: I'm just doing this to mess with you. I, I do think it's it's uh, the it's everybody the same except uh, you know, obviously class out and I'll strike in.
3: Chris,
1: uh, I'm overwhelmed with the miasma of personnel you've dropped in the bucket here. Um, well, there is a question of Vasilev's you know fitness after he got a knock late in that game and came off. Does the coach look at him and say you're you're the the man you're the you're the anchor you're the number six here you go so I think you plant I think you plant Vasilev at the base of the midfield you release Luven a little bit and you flank him with Stroud and Alm and then what do you do uh
0: there's no world in which Nico does not start here right
1: no, 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 Chris has just
2: said everybody who is already playing. Not I know, but like,
1: I don't. I don't see him and and Celio being. I think like they're gonna st- step on each other's toes. I do you. I think you you have to move Nico in. I don't know. I give up. I give up.
3: I think it shows a real problem with our team construction.
0: No, I think we. I think we're spoiled for choice.
3: We don't have a backup real number like a backup natural number nine.
2: You recall Adenorin from Lone. Oh, yeah.
3: How quickly can we get Firmino in here?
1: Maybe you're right. Maybe Ostrot behind. Uh,
0: like you said, Chris, I would like to see us push Luvin forward. That would be interesting.
2: Oh, so Luvin forward and maybe Perez in the back with Vasilev?
1: Uh, um, maybe is Perez is a good shout. Yeah. I like that. Perez instead of Ostrak.
3: Jackson had a hell of a game. We give him a chance. Glad we've had this
2: conversation. What
3: Probably is his position?
2: Tired.
0: Cool. Yeah, he'd take over for Alm. No, well, we can't have that. Right.
3: According to the internet, he's a midfielder. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. 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 <laughs>
0: I think we have a number of good options. I do think we see a slightly I think different have no, shape.
3: Good options.
0: no, I think you got Ostrock, Stroud, Nico, Celio, Leuven. Some combination of those guys as your forward pushing in some you just shape. You a
3: bunch of midfielders.
0: No, but a couple of those are forwards and I think you Who's take some of the nine? midfielders. number 9? No, you don't need a number Nico. 9. Nico. We have four false nines. This is
1: I, would, I will predict a four-two-three-one one with Nico up top on his own. Uh, I just don't know who's... I think Carnell will actually hold Leuven back and try to maybe have him create from deep a little bit. Uh, so I would see him then put someone pacey up top to sort of cut in behind Joachini. So I don't know who that would be. Maybe Ostrock?
2: Well, listeners, the pod was definitely correct because we've listed every single possible <laughs> permutation.
0: No, I look forward to us all looking foolish when they go with something uh, that we no haven't way even we, mentioned.
2: There's no way we don't look great because either Nate, Phil, Chris, or Drew was right about this.
1: We're just going to wait until after the lineup's announced and then edit whatever version of <laughs> our line. All right. What else on our agenda? What else is on our agenda here today? Well,
0: do we want to talk about the Open Cup draw? or upcoming matches. Glover. Match Glover oh, is sixteen, 16 years year old. old.
3: Do we want to talk about the Open Cup draw? We get Chicago.
0: Yeah, Chicago. So, That's exciting. We know.
2: I mean, it's we, not, it's do we lame. know? It's too bad Patrick's not here because we're away. Uh, I really hope we win that game because it was so fun having the home cup game. I would love a, a midweek game. Someone
3: did say something like 30 minutes ago that I wanted to say 30 minutes ago, which was, I think it'll be interesting because we play Chicago and then like five days later we play Chicago. I wouldn't be surprised if both teams on that first game start some of their second stringers saving the first stringers for the MLS game, which I actually think is maybe backwards because there are so many MLS games. I would prioritize the cup run, play my starters in the cup game and basically screw off the regular
2: season game i'm with you because nine out of 14 teams are going to make the playoffs anyway right i
0: I think this is your european soccer watching bias sneaking into things no one cares about the cup
1: that's not true mls bias here um do you play eastern conference teams differently than you do western conference teams knowing that they're not going to affect your table standing
3: in what way would you play them differently
1: well, if they get points off of you, it's not going to push them above you in the table because they're in their own table. So you maybe play more aggressively to try and get a
3: win, but I give know. up a loss, maybe?
1: I'm saying maybe that is a justification for prioritizing the cup game over the league game.
2: Then in that case, we'll take it. Anyone thinking about going
3: up to Chicago? I would, but I'm going to be in Cincinnati.
0: Oh, Cincinnati is playing a game on May 10th.
3: Nate, you're going to give that Skyline Chili another go, right? Unfortunately, it is Mother's Day, and it is my wife's favorite food. Well, not Skyline. She likes Dixie Chili, which is like being the hipster, like, oh, Skyline, no, I want the the underground, nasty, vile garbage, so we're going to... I should stop saying this. We've gotten... Um, complaints from the listeners about how i'm treating cincinnati chili Uh, so yes we will be enjoying the delights of sewage water for mother's day on top of spaghetti covered in cheese so here's a question though how rude would it be to be watching the city game at a wedding on my phone
0: it's required i think
1: i think that's the power of the apple tv platform yes
3: yes mean it'll be the reception people are gonna be dancing drinking i can sit off in the corner
0: well you're gonna have to sneak out to record the pot after as well
3: yeah i don't know how i'm gonna do that because this platform we use literally requires chrome all right predictions because i got indian food sitting on the front porch
1: we did we are we not going to discuss the uh diego gigliani uh appointment at all i don't know oh yeah
3: yes uh, how do we feel about Diego Gigliani coming in? He's going to be head of sporting. Do we think he's going to no. be? No. What is he going to be in charge of? Marketing? GM. Am I wrong with that? But So like in American sports, the GM, you know, is making player decisions. I think that's still up to uh, Lutz, right?
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, it's kind of unclear what the split of duties will be.
2: Uh, I have the St. Louis City statement here and will his new responsibilities as city's president and GM will include managing all day-to-day operations of the club across the sporting revenue marketing experience operations administration and community departments. In addition with Giuliani's extensive international experience, he will work closely with Kindle to expand city SE's global reach and partner with her on league initiatives. Sounds like pretty wide almost Jared Kushner-esque purview.
3: I think it's a move to take over for Kendall and fill in areas that she probably has felt like she hasn't been covering or doesn't know, stepping back from the day-to-day now that the club is established so she can drive her Ferrari around and do the things that billionaires like to do. I think it's an exciting move. It shows that the club has pretensions. That sounds bad.
0: <laughs> that, that has a negative connotation. I yes. have
3: aspirations and I'm excited to see it. I just hope there was a lot of like hubbub on Twitter and the Facebooks about, oh, does this mean Lutz is out? And I don't think it has anything to do with Lutz. I think Lutz will leave of his own volition when he sees something else shiny that attracts his,
0: his attention. Yeah, no, you're, I, have you finished the book?
3: Uh, no, I haven't read a single other page. I started a new job, which has been taking up most of my emotional energy.
0: Okay, well, you did previously predict that Lutz would be out of here, so I mean you may be behind a
1: lot of those rumors.
3: Yeah, no, but also, I think we've established I'm an idiot, so viewers, don't listen to me.
1: I like when you say things, because then I'm comfortable that they won't come true. Oh,
3: I thought we were friends.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, specifically, I don't want Lutz to leave. I want him to stay. I want him to retire here.
2: I did a little brief internet scouring I'd read, which is to say I read his LinkedIn um, and his Twitter, which was kind of basic. He said something about th- the queen of England when she passed and celebrated that Manchester city is the leading soccer club in revenue in the world. So he's a monarchist. grew up between Argentina and us. He's a management consultant. He went to Wharton school of business and Boston University, Boston University home of the Terriers, and has spent 10 plus years at City Football Group, which covers a whole lot of clubs worldwide, including Girona in Spain and Troyes in France. Uh, He's going to start this summer, the welcome article said.
3: Do we think he's coming just so he doesn't have to change his business cards going from like city to city? Was he maybe confused
2: about the opportunity? Well, he does need to change the business cards because we're all caps here.
3: Good point. Good point. Uh, Just, listeners, to be clear, this is a solidly Republican pod. We have no room for monarchists. Oh, good. That's just not how we roll.
0: But not like that Republican.
3: No, 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 no. In the the British sense.
2: In the Roman Republic versus Empire sense.
3: Small r. We're also large fans of the team Rio Viacano largely based on their radical left views
0: they had a good week did
3: all right so i still do have uh indian food phil what's
2: your prediction
0: i'm predicting a 2-1 city win
2: drew i'm saying 2-1 same as last time same procedure as every year
0: no klaus hat trick this time around
2: definitely no klaus hat trick since he will not be playing
0: that'll do it i guess
3: I've been thinking a lot about this over the course of the podcast and I'm pretty feeling pretty good. Eight, eight draw.
0: Okay. Could be. What is the highest scoring MLS game on record? Can we get a quick Yahoo search? Maybe our man from Hanoi has dropped his internet connection, presumably an underground cable or an undersea cable cut of some sort, maybe communist government shutting him down. He's going two one. If it's available, it is not, it is double claimed already. Uh, if not, he says
2: 3-1. Phil, I've got uh, LA Galaxy 8, Dallas 1, June 4th, 1998.
0: Mm, so not 8-8. Eight, eight. All
2: right. Well, it's going to be a record-breaking weekend then. We can be sure. Oh, no, no. I've got a better one. LA Galaxy 7, Colorado, Colorado Rapids 4 on May 6th, 1998. So less than a month prior to that.
0: I mean, that would be an exciting game to watch, right? Some
3: Some quick Googling... Shows us that the highest soccer game ever was AS Adema one hundred and forty nine, SO Lemerny zero.
2: That sounds like they scored a bunch of own goals, just on purpose. Because like, yes, you are absolutely correct. One hundred and four goals in ninety minutes. You have to have some assistance from the losing team. All right. All right.
0: We will see if it is an eight-eight draw two one win three one win or something else we will see uh, before we even get to that we will see a starting 11 i'm curious to see who got that right uh maybe patrick will come in we'll we'll post his predictions up on the twitter feed
3: all right talk to you guys later
0: uh see you at the game looking forward to it
2: all right huzzah